Howdy, howdy, y'all, and welcome to the cast. We are coming to you live from MM Studios, aka Melkus's mom's luxuriously appointed master suite with its fine oak bed set. Shouts, as always, to Melkus. I uh, was speaking to Melkus the other day, and he, he brought up an interesting point. He said, Look, you know, what's the purpose of the podcast? Uh, you know, you're raising all these problems, but you're not offering any solutions, which I don't know if that's a completely fair characterization. Um, for example, my solution to global warming with Ganuber, my solution to uh, rising real estate prices uh, with an orchestrated petty crime campaign. You know, I, I think we're trying to make a difference in people's lives here. But it's a fair point. You know, I, I think I need to focus a little more of my energy on you know, how I can help the community and how I can help uh, you know, listeners like you. So, you know, I think I wanted to start this episode by offering suggestions on how you personally can get that 9-11 money. Hit the horns. All right, so for those of you that aren't fully caught up on the cast, shame on you, first of all. Second of all, I'll explain. Uh, 9-11 money is uh, one of my favorite existing scams going on right now where people try to blame their existing illnesses on the fact that they lived in New York during 9-11 and try to get that sort of federal money and compensation for being injured during one of our nation's greatest tragedies. Now, I'm so on board with this phenomenon. I just can't get enough of it. But now here's the thing. You, you can't overthink this. Uh, I know it might be tempting to use an elderly person in your building's name and you know, try, to, try to hijack their identity. But here's the thing about old people. They go to the doctor. I don't know if you've been to the doctor recently and if you're between the ages of 18 and 34, the statistics say that you probably haven't. But when you go, it is all old people. So here's a bit of an interesting tack. We all have that friend that quote-unquote hates going to the doctor or won't go to the doctor for you know, potentially holistic reasons. Uh, they're you know obsessed with getting acupuncture or whatever. Or they are underinsured, like many millions of Americans. Let's say they're 27 years old working in an underemployed part-time job and don't have the resources to make it to the doctor or are only covered for emergency room visits or just go to the emergency room anyways because fuck it. Now that's the type of person who has an identity that is much easier to borrow. Uh, I won't use the word steal here. Uh, another good suggestion are uh, friends that are living abroad for an extended period of time. Uh, I know back in the mid-aughts, a good friend of ours uh, named Jimbo was living abroad in the Middle East, and yeah, I you know, definitely borrowed his name for a handful of doctor visits to establish a basic alibi and story for when I try to cash in that 9-11 money in the near future. Now, to be clear, I'm not advocating stealing 
anybody's social security number here and using it for 9-11 scamming. If you can get your hands on somebody's social security number, that shit is mad valuable. So use it elsewhere. You can sell it online for thousands of dollars. You can use it to set up uh, numerous fake credit cards and try to scam based on those. There's just a lot of delightful uh, capers you can get up to uh, using somebody's social security number. So don't get hung up on the details. But if you're talking about a friend that you know pretty well, you probably can figure out their birthday on Facebook, some basic information about them. Hell, you should know that anyways if people are close to you. So you take that information, you get yourself to the doctor, and you start small. Don't come in here complaining about, you know, some sort of fantasy pain, like a, you know, throbbing in your, like, left pinky. Like, that shit's not going to cut it here. What you need is something that will catch the doctor's eye and make them, give them pause about what the situation could be. I personally like to concoct a moderately elaborate backstory to help explain the situation. So I'll give you an example that I, I recently used to acquire some, some federal cash. First, I used a friend's name who thinks that vaccines cause autism and is anti-medical establishment. Uh, then I you know, told the, the doctor that I had been staying with an uncle uh, living downtown during 9-11 and developed a severe allergy that uh, began acting up recently and was affecting my job at NYPD. Uh, I then explain that I work in the evidence department. Uh, and if you're wondering how you can prove employment at the NYPD, it's super easy. Uh, just find an acquaintance or somebody you know who knows somebody who knows somebody that can introduce you to McRalph or any of the other uh, corrupt NYPD officers out there, and they'll vouch for you. Uh, not with their name, of course. They'll use the name of a colleague and uh, will sign any employment papers necessary to establish your connection to the department. So to be honest, it's as easy as that. Hard to verify backstory, difficult to quantify illness coupled with shortness of breath, and easily falsified employment records. That's it. That's your ticket to uh, the American dream of getting that 9-11 money, baby. So get out there and, and good luck. Anyway, speaking of the last episode, I've been receiving some fictional fan mail, and I do want to clarify something here. I am aware that someone has already been held accountable for Bobby Kennedy's murder. Uh, so listen here, you fucking Sirhan Sirhan truthers. I just want proof that it wasn't Ted Cruz. If you can provide that proof, then great, we're on the same page here. We, we can make this happen. But until you provide me with concrete evidence that Ted Cruz did not kill Bobby Kennedy, then I'm still on board with the... Ted Cruz, Bobby Kennedy, murder conspiracy. The other question I got, which is a, a fair one, is, hey, Untitled Cast, why the hell are you always at the goddamn post office? Now, before I get into this quick digression, because this raises a very interesting point, uh, what do you, how do you address me in fan mail? Do you say Untitled Cast, Mr. Cast, the Cast Master? Well, so... First of all, Castmaster and Mr. Cast sound like villains from 1990s children's movies. So we can, we can put those on hold. Uh, you can call me Untitled Cast. You can say, Your Honor, Sir, Reverend, whatever you choose. 
Anyway, the reason that I'm always at the goddamn post office is because I run a small hobbyist business on the side. I'm always selling kind of outlandish shit on eBay, and sometimes I gotta go to the goddamn post office to drop that shit off. Listen, folks, I practice what I preach. I told you I'm aware of the housing crisis, trying to bring down real estate prices, so I'm gonna run an orchestrated campaign striking fear into the hearts of the rich. Uh, a Robin Hood campaign, if you will. You know, I like to think that I'm bringing balance to the universe. The, the thing about New York is it's the great leveler. You can live in a $15 million penthouse just off of Park Avenue, but when you walk outside, you're still going to have to deal with that homeless lady screaming at the top of her lungs, accusing your cocker spaniel of auto theft. That's just the nature of the game here. You can't escape it. If you want to escape it, you go to a driving city like LA or Atlanta or some shit. But in New York, you kind of got to deal with crazy people, including people like me that are, are trying to take your shit. More specifically, I'm running a particular scheme where I steal high-end strollers. Look, y'all, people are dropping a grip on fucking Upa baby strollers. That shit on eBay is gold. It's hard to track, it's easy to unload, people are always in the market. It's a great scheme and it really puts the fear of God into uh, whoever's stroller gets taken. Now, don't make the amateur mistake and actually take the baby with you. It's very easy. Just go to the end of the block, gently remove the baby, put it down, say, hey, here's your baby, just taking the stroller, and run off. I promise you they will pay more attention to the baby than the stroller, and if they don't, then that person can go to hell, and you shouldn't feel bad about, you know, giving them a buck fifty if you have to. God forbid. And the best part is that shit doesn't draw any attention. A new Oopa baby retails higher than a brand new fucking iPhone, but you're not going to get any second looks at your Oopa baby reselling business the way that you know, reselling consumer electronics, particularly of a high-end variety, might get you a little bit of a second look at the fucking post office or, God forbid, the goddamn federals. Let's be real, folks. The government doesn't really care about protecting children. If they did, then Joe Pa wouldn't have been able to die in peace the way that he did, and Denny Hastert wouldn't be in jail for barely a fucking year and a quarter when he should be locked up for the rest of his life. Anyway, so to take advantage of this loophole, I have what I think will be a pretty lucrative business idea that I hope you're on board with. It's a summer camp for young boys run exclusively by old white Republican congressmen, a place where boys can be boys and men can be men. I'm calling it uh, Look the Other Way Adventureland. Now, don't worry, folks. Every one of these congressional Republicans has been personally vetted as quote-unquote a great guy by corrupt former House Majority Whip Tom DeLay, who was convicted of his own corruption charges and came very quickly to Denny Hastert's defense. God bless him. Good looks out there, Tom DeLay. Living your best life. So look, we bring them all together, mix them up in a pot, and see what happens. And when I say see what happens, I mean we will completely bury what happens and look the other way, as per the name of the organization. I've already filed the paperwork to get this registered as a nonprofit, trying to get some local religious groups on board. And yeah, we're 
just going to mix it up, see what happens. I think there's a real investment opportunity here. Um, so if you're interested, at me, at UntitledCast. Email me, uh, UntitledCast16 at Gmail. And yeah, let's fucking make some miracles happen, folks. Let's do this. All right, y'all. So that just about does it for the cast. Remember, tell all of your friends. Our play count is pretty miserable right now, so we need you to spread the word so we can keep this uh, well-oiled machine humming. Enjoy. Godspeed. Good luck out there.